the hardest part in healing I found to be for myself, forgiving myself and accepting myself after everything else has happened. So that's what I've witnessed to be the hardest part in my clients as well. Hello, Remarkable Human, and welcome to the Remarkable Me podcast. It's Rima here, and I'm very happy to be just back here recording another episode. I will admit I'm having some lo-fi music in the background to keep me upbeat because it's been a long day and I almost didn't (laughs) record this, but here I am. I, I just have so many things I want to share with you, but it's always a matter of finding the time and the energy to do a recording. So now I'm here and today I want to be talking about healing. to talk about healing specifically because it's been two full years of a lot of challenges and I think these pandemic years have challenged us in ways that we didn't know before and many of us not just some of us have found themselves in a healing journey maybe because they had or you had to move houses maybe because you had to end a relationship or enter a relationship Maybe because you have lost people along the way. I know I did. And for me, these two years have been challenging and they have required me to heal and have most certainly kicked me into a more introspective process where I had to analyze myself and observe others under very unusual circumstances. So I thought healing and talking about healing, it's a very good topic to discuss also because it seems to be coming up a lot in the sessions of the clients that I'm working with. If you don't know anything about me, I'm a women's hypnocoach and I guide women really to get to the essence of who they are. So it means them understanding how the inner world, the inner wiring is making them act, react and respond in certain ways in the outer world. So then going through this process of healing and self-knowing from that space to design a life that they really want, a life that goes from limited to limitless. I like to call it living a life without mind-made borders because it's a lot about our previous experiences and how these have shaped us to become who we are. And there's a lot more that I could say on the topic. But the point is, when these women come to work with me, they are usually at a point where they feel very overwhelmed and they go through a transition period in their lives where... They don't really know what's happening or why they have certain emotions or thoughts. So they look for my guidance to understand their reactions, to understand where these things are coming from and to overcome those things. So usually through the work that I do and the fact that I'm combining hypnosis and coaching... In hypnosis, we uncover a lot of things that have actually created different emotional wounds throughout the years. 
And they can feel these wounds on a daily basis. Their entire life has been impacted by them making decisions from this hurt space that they didn't even know why it was there. So often through hypnosis, we reveal all these different turning points in their lives that have made them create a certain belief or have a certain emotional wound. So when we start the healing process, it's this, it's this kind of want or need or desire. I think it's a combination of the three of them because they are quite exhausted by these overwhelming emotions. So once they start having the understanding of what has caused this, they just want to move fast through the process of healing and they're like okay let's do it how how do I fix it and that is where I have an opinion on that is where I want you and them to understand that healing is not just a one-off session it isn't just a one-off thing I normally tell my clients that healing is a lifelong process because by the time you have healed something of the past you will go through different and other experiences that will happen in the present moment and then you'll have to deal with those things. The good aspect is that once you start healing different aspects of your past, you become more self-aware, which means that you know how to show up for yourself in the present moment as these things are happening. Whilst my guidance doesn't last for years, because I don't believe my place to help a client is to really be happening years and years on end, the healing itself, the process of you healing by yourself it's a lifelong journey. It really is a lifelong journey. And doing the healing, it isn't about fixing yourself. Because healing really shows you your human nature. It really shows you your true colors. It shows your emotional spectrum. It shows you how deep and how far you can go within yourself. Your emotions, your pain, your happiness. How deep can they go? It's really about these sides of yourself. So healing, it's about self-knowing in the first place. I don't believe that when something happens to you that that is already automatically coming with a lesson. I just don't believe that. And I have my explanations to why I don't believe that. What I do believe is that the healing afterwards that one is required to do in order to overcome something... That is what puts us having all these new wisdom, wisdom of ourselves, wisdom of life. Because healing, it's an invitation to expansion. And it may not seem like that in our lowest lows. I know I haven't seen as such in our lowest lows. Yet what I found from my experience and that which I'm meeting with my clients is that when we have a low point in life we have three decisions or three options that we can make or choose the first one is do I want to stay in this state forever if my life continues like this will I be okay with it do I choose so we don't like it but that's an option then the second would be if I want to get out of it where do I start and where do I go about this? How do I start healing? Let me see what I can do because I don't want to be in this state anymore. 
And then the third is, sadly, a moment that many of us are thinking, very few are expressing this, actually the option of, I don't want to live anymore. And I think these three are the main ones. And often when we are in this slow point, we have this decision to make of where do I, like, what is my option? What do I want to choose? And that is when we make our call. And everyone will choose, will make a choice for themselves. So these low points are an invitation. Being in that low emotional point is by no means a sign of you being weak or you being flawed or something being wrong with you. If anything, it's a sign of you being human and being human is messy, it's raw, it's complex, it's broad, it's up and down and it's just overwhelming. It's just so many things at the same time. It's never just one thing. So you being in that place and having to make a call, it isn't a sign of there being something wrong with you. And if you're experiencing these low points, it's not a sign of you having to fix yourself. It's just an indicator of all the things that you are experiencing. And then you making a call of the direction of where you want this pain to go. So this is why I'm saying that pain is an invitation. It is not my attempt of romanticizing pain, but rather saying that in that moment, there's still a decision to make, whether you let it just deepen, whether you let it just keep you stuck, or whether you let yourself take the first step towards thinking that there's more to it than just that pain. It's not seen as such, it doesn't seem as such, but every time we decide to work through pain and move on, that requires us to expand, that requires us to just grow out of this pain to a point where it no longer affects us and that is expansion and it hurts doing it, the process of healing gets messy, we will bite our lips and grind our teeth and it will feel very overwhelming and often at times it will just feel hopeless and helpless but healing, it's not linear. It's not static. It's so different to each and every one of us. And that is what I want to make clear with this podcast episode. That often healing is seen as a one size fits all. And no, 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 no. <laughs> it is not. And I so want people to understand this because... Healing is often seen as this very medical way of approaching things, as if healing may be only involving just the mind, the psychological aspect, and it's so not right. When it comes to pain and when it comes to hurt, these are stored in our bodies. And as much as we like to deny it, they do come to surface in many ways and we do feel them, the discomfort of them or the impact of them. Many of us can't read through the signals. Some of us do and some who do, they decide to work through these things cautiously. Healing, it is not the same for each and every one of us. Some people from a very similar scenario could get out of that scenario with more ease. It really depends on how your brain and nervous system reacts to that. 
and your nervous system has been let's say so nurtured or conditioned based on prior experiences that you've had so no healing is so diverse just like how we are we are such a diverse bunch of organisms (laughs) you can't expect everyone to be healed by the same solutions or to have the same speed in healing this is not the case So often I do see clients that just think, okay, so it's just a set of exercises, like give me exercises, what can I do so I could heal? And they try to bulldoze their ways through (laughs) healing that I'm just looking at them and I'm looking like, no, (laughs) this, I'm happy to give you a hundred exercises, but this is not what healing is entirely about. They want, and I understand, I so, I so understand this desire of just, just let me get done with this. I don't want to deal with this any longer. I get it. I've been there. I honestly been there. And I I feel you. If you're in that place or you've been in that place, oh, how I feel you. But creating this illusion that oh I've done all these exercises I should be healed by now it's only putting pressure on your shoulders for you to heal and then you'll have this expectation of thinking well I've done all these things why do I still feel quotation marks broken and it's because you are putting a certain pressure and expectation on the outcomes that you're supposed to have once you're done with the exercises. And because the brain is not always keeping the speed with your expectations, it needs time to readjust and to release certain things, you will most often not feel that healed effect and then you'll feel disappointed and then you'll feel like you're a failure that you fail that you are still in that very low place although you've done incredible work on yourself incredible incredible work on yourself it's like i would show someone how to run or i don't know some gymnastics tricks and jumps And they do them for the first few times and then I'm like, okay, now go and compete. Go be an Olympian. It it doesn't work like that. It takes a bit of practice and it takes a bit of adjustment and it takes consistency and it takes you being present with yourself for a bit longer so that new connections would be formed within you, within your mind, within your body. So it takes time to adjust. It doesn't mean it takes forever by any means, but it takes some time. I need to also make a note that seems not so obvious for many, that you can't really fully heal in the same environment around the same people that have created the wounds and are still triggering the wounds, because that will create a constant battle within yourself to to heal whilst also being triggered by the old ways so you're kind of one foot into the future you and then one foot into the old you so that's kind of very neutral ground that keeps you in the same spot kind of stuck that is the stuck emotion that a lot of people are talking about because that creates internal conflict 
Another aspect that it's often omitted is the fact that through this healing process, a lot of other readjustments will need to be done. And they usually start out by you having boundaries. And with the simple act of you putting up certain boundaries and building your boundaries, a lot of things will start changing and that will impact the people that you are surrounding yourself with, how you're spending your time, what you're investing your time in, your environments and many other decisions and many other habits. So the healing process, it is you morphing literally. It's your psychological and emotional self morphing. So that is painful in itself. It's uncomfortable. It takes readjustment. It takes time for it to build up and kind of grow out. So be patient with that and remind yourself that healing is a process that involves different practices. It's about consistency. It's about time. And it's about the attitude of you continuously nurturing and prioritizing yourself and your emotional needs. When it comes to healing, there's always some sort of wounds involved, right? There's always some sort of pain, whether that is pain through betrayal, pain through abuse, pain through breakups, and that feeling of abandonment. There's different sorts of pain. And I want to also make it clear that pain is not measurable, I, there's no such thing as I've experienced more pain than you did. We really never can measure these things because these are such intimate experiences that each of us have. And I just want to make that clear because oftentimes it's like, yeah, 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 but I experienced this. And then someone is like, no, but I experienced this. Let's just put it out there that we can't measure pain. What might be like a lot for you might mean very little for someone and be experienced as something very insignificant within someone else. So the point is not to measure it or dismiss someone's pain simply because in our heads, the way we view and understand it, it doesn't seem like tremendous pain to be talked about or felt through so heavily by the other person. The point is to understand that Ah, my goodness. Pain is a cumulus of emotions that are classified as pain, right? And these emotions and these feelings are all facts to the person that is experiencing them. And they have a depth that we cannot touch because it's happening within someone else. And so this pain, eventually it's putting someone to do healing and it leads someone to do the healing and it's an invitation for growth because it asks you do you want to grow out of this pain or do you want to be stuck with it and stuck in this state so that is why it's an invitation for growth bulldozing our way through pain is not the solution because it kind of puts a timeline for yourself and it doesn't come from a compassionate place right the whole point of healing is for you to also be more understanding of yourself it's about self-knowing it's about self-compassion so if you're trying to kind of fix yourself um, although I don't agree with the word fix then you are pushing yourself to a limit that is non-compassionate that is insensitive that is not gentle so it is actually the opposite of healing 
allowing healing to happen on its own terms with focused guidance and support and practices that happens in a holistic way in a holistic approach I think that is the best way I've found to be so far and I'm speaking about the things I've experienced on my own skin and those that I've witnessed in my clients so allow it to happen also I think what is often not seen as part of the healing process or it's not as often mentioned you know Usually you'll get this focus of different practices, different tools and exercises and different types of therapies and so on. But I think what is not talked about enough is the fact that healing, actually, it's a lot about self-acceptance and self-forgiveness. Oh, how do I even go about it? Because it's so it can be so detailed, this topic. But the point is that at the end of any hurt or pain... There is this lingering thought or afterthought. Why me? Why did it happen to me? Why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to feel this? And a lot of it is self-blame. And a lot of it is self-blame for having maybe accepted certain things or going through things or thinking of yourself as less worthy because you've experienced certain things or that certain things have happened to you. Which is why healing comes with self-forgiveness, forgiving yourself oftentimes for abandoning yourself in different dynamics, for betraying yourself, for not putting yourself first or for allowing certain things to happen to yourself, although you kind of knew that they were bad. So um, it's, it's so many things, which is why the hardest part in healing I found to be for myself forgiving myself and accepting myself after everything else has happened. So that's what I've witnessed to be the hardest part in my clients as well. Accepting themselves and forgiving themselves for times when they didn't know better. They didn't know how to react or respond or to protect themselves. And I've had plenty of those moments. I'm still learning. I mean, life is a learning curve and I will say it's not easy. Um, It's simple. It's simple to say, oh, you do this, this and that, but it's not easy. So healing happens smoothly. It goes up and down and up and down and sometimes it, it will feel like you're stuck and it hasn't moved anything within you. But take my word for it, you have already shifted the needle you have already done the step towards your transformation and you may not see your morphing happening but it's obvious when you look back and I think I think we need to acknowledge our efforts and the effort it takes to exist (laughs) on a daily basis And once we start acknowledging that, I think that is when the first, the first stepping stone of a self-love relationship starts because you start appreciating how much you're actually going through and surviving and thriving through on a daily basis and how many low points you overcame up until now and how this is another low point in a chain of low points because that is what life is a contract with discomfort 
I hope I made sense throughout this podcast episode. Talking about healing, it's quite extensive and has its particularities and details that we can dive into. Um, This episode is supposed to come to you as a letter, like a big sister letter that I'm sending to any of you right there that needs to hear it. You are badass human. It's you are doing such an incredible job at just being human. (laughs) I always tell people that, you know, I've done so many things, so many jobs, but the hardest one I've done is being human. So you're doing fine. You're doing so good. You just need to pat yourself on the shoulder and realize how far you've come, really. (laughs) And to finalize this episode, I want to say that no matter what exercise therapist, um, medication you take, I don't know, practice, whatever, they will help you, they will support you, but healing is always happening within you, it's always internal, so know that, know that me as a hypnocoach, another therapist, psychotherapist, counsellor, hypnotherapist we are just here to guide you support you but the actual transformation happens within you so you have it all you really have it just trust that if you've come so far you can go further one step at a time that's all that it takes you always start at day one when you wake up in the morning so you can really do it I'm sending you a big hug. (laughs) That's what I feel like right now. And I'm not a big hugger. So (laughs) I hope this is appreciated. Okay, well, I'll hug you all. I hope this has been useful to you. Or at least soothing in a way. Because it's a pleasure for me to record this. And I'll see you here next time. You know where to find me on my social media. You just access the links or just... Find Remarkable Me with an I. (laughs) Remarkable, that's my name, Rima, R-I-M-A. So you can always find me, message me if you need some advice. I'm here for you. I'm here to root for you, to support you. So just message me, contact me, follow me, whatever. Just get in touch. And I will be back with other episodes where I'm talking about different things that are self-growth and self-discovery related. I'll see you soon. Bye!